So it was Invasion Day weekend this uh, this past weekend. <laughs> Columbus Day slash it's weird on my calendar on my phone it says Columbus Day and underneath it it all says Indigenous People Day. So we're really doing the whole like slow transition into right. it. We're not quite. You know, it's not exactly not quick you know, enough. Exactly. It's not a Band-Aid this, this time around. <laughs> it's one of those but, days. Do we really need that? Like, does that really need to be a day we take off? Like, no. there's a there's a difference between we're going to observe this day and, oh, all the banks are closed. <laughs> yeah. and you can't go get money this day, actually. You have to wait till tomorrow. Right, white like, people. We've it's time to take today all you know, relax a little bit. <laughs> we had so much going on. As but, if you're not about to get Thanksgiving and right. Christmas and you know all these Amen. other days that are coming up. They just can't. Building is hard break, work, man. man. <laughs> so naturally, with it being a three day weekend and stuff, we were like, oh, let's go do f- some fun thing, you know, with the family. So me and my wife took our, our little two year old to the zoo, the Houston Zoo, which you know it's a bigger zoo, and I'm always impressed that businesses like the zoo are still alive, still thriving. And I mean, the, <laughs> yeah. the ticket prices kind of reflected that, but I want you to hear something. So I was looking at the, on their website, which I'm on right now, and they have really cool, what's called animal encounters. There's a sloth encounter. There's a gorilla encounter. There's alligator experience. Lots of cool things. You get to go hands-on and get really, you know, up and close personal and with the animals and the trainers, but they, when it comes to them trying to survive in the climate of, you know, 2022, COVID, inflation, all this stuff. Like how is, I feel like the zoo is going to quickly die like the circus and they're brilliant. So there is the elephant encounter, which you get to go up to the elephants and you get to, you know, interact with them and the trainer. But there's also the elephant bath experience for $250. Holy moly. Get to bathe the elephants. (laughs) <laughs> which is if that's not some huckleberry fin type us. crap dude we're getting bamboozled and paying premium 250 dollars to wash the animals that need to be washed anyway so that is brilliant is there, is there a market for people who are just go to the zoo and they're like yes I want to bathe an elephant today. That's what I woke up and I wanted to do Can like, I mean do I would your shores who are those people? I don't I know. I wouldn't mind. It sounds kind of cool. <laughs> Dude, they should be paying you. How is it? So $250 lets no, no. you wash the elephant. That's egregious amount for sure. $220 just to go hang out with the elephant and like <laughs> with the trainers Whoa. and stuff. It costs yeah, more know. to do labor for them. Like for an extra $500, you can scoop the poop and like feed the, like fill the troughs. It's right. insane. Good you never you, know. Houston Someone Zoo. will do it, though. Someone will be yeah. like, you know what? There's that one person out there who's like, you know what? Yeah, I want to I want to <laughs> work at the zoo, but without the commitment of having to get up every single day and do it. Right, I, I, I want to pick and choose my days. It's like a negative intern. Where you're paying them to be an intern. Here's yeah. a, if you want to be smart, though, <laughs> there is you can become a member, a zoo member. I forgot how much it yeah. is, but I think it's like a hundred, a couple hundred dollars and you get. Thing like X, like unlimited visits, you know, in, in a certain window and stuff, and you also get discounts. So, two hundred and fifty dollars to bathe the elephants is for the non-members per person, by the way, non-members. So that's two fifty for non-member. If you're a member, it's two twenty-five. Oh, <laughs> they, they you just twenty-five dollars off, and you still have to pay to wash the elephants. That's insane, man. 
Do you know how much the membership is? Like, what's the I need to look what's the up. buy-in for the membership? The like, am I going to end up spending a hundred dollars on the membership to save twenty-five? The good news is then it's not really a deal. It's also wheelchair accessible, so no ah, discrimination okay. well, here. Necessary. At least necessary. we're all inclusive. Three hundred dollars. Family and friends premium. It's three hundred dollars. You get three annually. adults and guests annually. So it's three hundred dollars. Okay. So that's that's quite a bit, and you get free visit anytime. No reservations. Free admin for twelve months. So like I guess like as you do that, uh, the zoo opens an hour early, so you can enjoy the zoo an hour. That's kind of nice, actually. That's to me. Cool. That's how you get me in. Avoid the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. All that dedicated member entrance. Boom. All about that too. Let me tell you how mad I am that I'm part of AMC a list. <laughs> and if you go to AMC, they have the like velvet rope line. That's like the, uh -huh. the yellow things. And it's like, Hey, here's for the a list people. But because theaters are dead, there's no benefits of that. So if people just walk up, there's never a line to get into the theater. Now it really sucks. So on the topic of like AMC A list, I just canceled my Regal Unlimited. Really? Uh, it was it was twenty two bucks a month, and it was really worth it while I was in school. But then when I moved, uh, one there are not a ton of movies in the theater right now that Fair. I'm interested in Very going true. to see. So it was just kind of twenty two dollars down the drain, and I was like, eh, well. I'll cancel it. I'm sure I'll get it back next year because there's like Guardians and Mario and like a bunch of other stuff that I want to go see. So it's a it's a temporary break for now. Well, um, but that, yeah, if now's the time to do it, if you're going to do that. So I figured I mean, I'm still I'm still getting used out of there. To be fair, there have been more than a few weeks that I just yep, they got it. I didn't go a single time. But I also, to be fair, I also try to spend a little money every time I go just because, again, I want to keep the theater open. So I'll get like a <laughs> bag of popcorn or, or something. But uh, yeah. actually, what's funny, too, when I was there at AMC, they're handing out posters for the new Avatar movie and Ooh. no one wants it. <laughs> I saw four people <laughs> ahead of me, four different parties, I should say, ahead of me. There was like a couple a family stuff. And the guy was like, All right, scan thing. Would you like a poster for Avatar, the way of water? No, thank you. And then as I went up, I'm like. I kind of want one. They're like, do you want it now? Or do you want to get it after the movie? I'm like, that's better. I'll get it Ooh. after the movie. I don't want to sit holding a poster after right. the movie. I'm like, bent up. Ah, I don't want to go all the way back to the thing. So <laughs> the three separate times. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Johnny Geeks episode 105 question mark. As I really should pay attention about that. But I am AJ with me, of course, is Mr. Hit Point Heath. What's up? And special guest from the nerdiest podcast. We got our dude, Nick. What's going on, my man? I'm I'm good. It's it's going. I'm alive, which is always a good thing. Yeah, Huge not everyone benefit. can say that. And we are 105. I nailed it, baby. I'm good at my job. <laughs> I had to go to our freaking Spotify and scroll down until I found the last numbered one. Oh man. So yeah, Darren cannot be here again because you know sometimes you're lazy. Sometimes your kid is vomiting and puking all over you. So you know it's a coin flip with Darren whether or not he's here for which reason. <laughs> But I will I feel like say, those are valid reasons to not be here. If I are. had a kid and that hypothetical kid that I had was vomiting on me, I would I would probably abstain from yeah. a podcast too. See, I'm I'm committed. Screw the, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he can fit for himself. Exactly. At the time of recording, it is October 12th, which we have our picks today. And I'm a fan of let's go with National Free Thought Day. Free as free thought up. national thought free thought encourages people to be free thinkers and base their opinions on facts science okay. logic and gotcha. reason and i am disappointed that this is a day that 
people just don't do this every other day, I guess. Like, this, this is, is every the day, one yeah. time everyday thing. a year people think based on logic and facts. Think critically. <laughs> think, yeah, yeah, this... This would be like having a national common sense day. Like, no, you should just do this every single day, not this one day a year. And every, like, all other 364 days, you're like, eh, no, I, I will not be a free thinker. I will be a cog in the machine. So here's something fun. The organizers of National Free Thought Day chose October 12th due to a series of events dating back to the Salem witch trials in 1692. Okay. Throughout the trials, questionable evidence and accusers claimed of witnessing devils and specters caused the case to caused the case to be halted. Eventually, the serious run in the case and letter written in Massachusetts, blah, 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 blah. But basically because, hey, that was a dark period of time where we were not... <laughs> thinking logically <laughs> we were thinking oh she turned me into a newt <laughs> type you know type time period it yikes also yeah. ooh. national ooh, which way do i want to go national let's go gumbo day gumbo is pretty good. i love me some gumbo never had gumbo oh, really you gotta try yourself some gumbo dude are you, are you a shrimp guy what, what, what kind of what kind of nope. food are you into oh, i'm also okay. not into shrimp but there are alternatives to it there's some like some jambalaya there's the the, the sausage you know, it's sausage, delicious. Yeah. Okay, I could get behind sausage. This sounds insane. The, the I am fascinated. Randomly, I randomly watched uh the 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 prince. What's that? What's that Disney movie with the princess and the toad? Is that literally the princess movie? and the frog? Prince Thank and you, the toad? princess and the freaking frog. <laughs> which, if you don't know, is one of the. It's God. That sucks. For it, it sucks for let's be let's be honest. It sucks for black people because for the longest time that was the movie they had, and the only right. characters like, oh, what's the famous characters from that? Uh, well, there's the ignorant little uh, firefly there. Oh, look at that thing in the sky. <laughs> and it's like, man, I just want to be respected and be able to participate at the Disney parades and not be <laughs> like that's not the best. The wasn't voodoo so, doctor wasn't so yeah exactly who's the villain in that voodoo juju I'm like god <laughs> dang it come on which is wildly racist it's wildly <laughs> racist not it's not inaccurate <laughs> there are but that's not like yay the one time we get to be like the black people get to be in a movie hey uh you're a juju voodoo doctor who gets pulled by the spirits like that's not that's not the best. I mean, you got to admit though his song is pretty fire it's like Keith that is David true. is the his voice villain he's song incredible. is so good. It's You're right about great, that, actually. But I haven't <laughs> but. seen I haven't seen another black person, like black antagonist in a Disney movie, I don't think since. Right? Am I wrong? I'm trying to grow through the Rolodex of Disney. Ryan should be, god dang it, he should have been here to answer that. I think that's right. Hold on. I'll look real quick. Because then we started going with think white, right. white women started being the bad guys. Yeah, as the white old grandmas. <laughs> yeah. And then because the villain then became a uh, trauma. Instead yeah. of and then an we stopped villain. having villains because, <laughs> like with Wreck It Ralph two, <laughs> Frozen two, it was just all about obstacles opposed to an actual antagonist. Regardless, I brought that up because uh, they with Gumbo Day they're talking about the Asian cuisine and stuff, and this is the in a, uh, Cajun cuisine. The trio is known as the quote Holy Trinity. Yes, this is what celery. That is. Go ahead. Bell pepper, onion. Yes, you did it. You knew that information. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> I'm blown away. You knew that. <laughs> How did you actually know that? I, I like just, food. There you go. Uh, how to observe National Gumbo Day. <laughs> of course, you're going to serve up your favorite gumbo dish. This terrific dish will uh, also help you use up the last of the garden vegetables. Serving, serve up a piping hot plate of it on a cool fall evening. Okay, now they're trying to set the scene too much. No, I'm a fan <laughs> of gumbo. Gumbo's good. <laughs> if you can get the right kind. And the last one here is National. Let's go National 
<laughs> Let's go World Arthritis Day because we're getting older. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> I feel that too much. Spreads awareness about the most pre- prevalent disease in the world. All right. I love when they take big swings like that. The most prevalent disease. That What does that mean to you? Is it really though? I find that hard to believe. As in most people, I'm most people ha- like suffer from it. Like that's the, like that's the most common thing to suffer from. I also feel like there's a Maybe lot not more diagnosed. Range. Yeah. Not diagnosed, but everyone says they have it. You know what I mean? Sure. Cause I feel I like it, it ranges from, Oh, I can't walk because it's about to rain tomorrow <laughs> versus like, man, my wrist is a little, <laughs> got to put the controller down. It clicks when I do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How to observe World World Arthritis Day? Uh, raise awareness. Go which outside. Apparently that's the thing. That's yeah. touch some grass. And there you go. That's what you got to touch do. some grass. <laughs> touch some grass. Awareness. Share this day in social media with hashtag World Arthritis Day. Okay, <laughs> sure. Why not? <laughs> Whatever. All right, Heath. How was your week? <laughs> My week was good. I actually did quite a bit, which I'm gonna put the list right now because it's so much stuff. Um, caught up on Welcome to Wrexham. Nice. It's still going great. Uh, caught up on She-Hulk. Have you guys seen the most recent She-Hulk? No, no. but hey, okay. uh, social media, y'all got to chill. I heard about it. Y'all got to chill yeah, out. I'm sure, day of? I'm sure you I saw heard it, about day it. Day of. Y'all need to <laughs> shut up. Day of. Chill out. Oh my God. I almost don't feel like I need to. You probably saw the majority of it. It is good though. I'm not going to lie. Like I the was pretty memes. hyped about it. It's thanks guys. <laughs> What else? <laughs> I'm caught up on Atlanta. Have you watched any of it yet, AJ? Yes, that was my homework. Uh, whatever episodes ago, and yes, at least I episode one. There were two episodes that I watched. Is that am I caught okay. up, or is there one more? No, there's like six. Really? Oh, I'm yeah, hyped. there's quite a few actually. It's gonna be a good day. Uh, the latest episode was fantastic. Holy crap! Awesome. Um, I also watched Werewolf by Night. As did oh, I. Yeah. Which we can talk about a little bit. You, I assume, did you watch it, Nick? Nope. All right, we'll have to go spoilers. Okay. I've free. been so tapped out on it. Well, you can go spoilers. I'm not like super spoiler free, or I'm not worried about spoilers for that. I've been so tapped out of the Marvel stuff lately. Right. Like, I I think aside from oh, what was even what was the Marvel movie before Thor? Oh, Doctor Strange. Uh, really? Dang. Aside from Doctor Strange and Thor, I have not seen any Marvel stuff this year at all. You're good. Well, yeah, you're good. Actually, I, I really like She-Hulk. There's a few things so that's, that's pretty good. Uh, what else, Heath? Um, this is anime season right now. Anime is dropping left and right right now. There you go. You're with the right company so, now. Let's go, Nick. Yes. Yeah. So I started two new animes. I started one that's brand new called Blue Lock. It's a soccer anime that's pretty freaking dope. Thoroughly surprised by how good it is. Okay. Uh, the the first episode of Chainsaw Man is out. Oh, I that haven't watched was, it yet. Where? Oh no! Do I have to get on Crunchyroll or something? I want to watch that. You probably do on Crunchyroll. Yeah. Eh. First episode dropped. It's good. This is gonna be a good anime for sure. Share me your password. Um, I'm, I'm all the other stuff. Like we got to figure out a way to pass that along. Sure. That's not a bad idea. Actually, we could probably do that. Oh yeah, I'm splitting my Crunchyroll three ways. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but I've also watched the first episode of the new season of Mob Psycho. Okay. And I've seen the first two or three episodes of the new My Hero season. Oh. Uh, They're still making that show? Yes. Yeah, dude, of course. Jeez, I feel- I The manga's was... still going. Oh, yeah. That's one of those ones then. Okay. <laughs> one of those ones. It's like a, it's a Naruto DBZ where it's like 
Good luck. Oh, 100%. You better, it's a if shonen. you're not on, yeah. you're not getting on. So, <laughs> yeah, wait for the big long train. You're not, up to do. You're not getting on that one. I'll just wait for the anime and stuff. That's crazy. <laughs> um, last thing for my week is I beat Fallen Order. And that's Jeez, a very good game. You tore through that game, dude. I did indeed. It was a great game, man. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, probably put maybe 26 hours into it and beat it. That's healthy. Sure. Yep. Thoroughly enjoyed it. All right. Nick, how was your Asterix week? It's just, you know, what, what have you been up to? Uh, well, to, uh, I guess on the show front, I've been binging through Big Bang Theory because I'd, I'd never seen it before. Okay. Mm-hmm. I started it, I think, a month ago, and I'm on season 10 out of 12. Holy crap. Uh, yeah, I, I binge like watch it. shows really fast. <laughs> uh, so it's it's a funny show. There are some things in the earlier seasons, like some jokes that they've made that I'm like, mm, maybe that wasn't <laughs> the best thing to joke about. Like we definitely could not do that today. <laughs> uh, but other than that, I... To kind of go off what Heath was saying, yeah, I'm super on the the anime train. I've been watching My Hero. I love My Hero. That is that is my anime. Like that is my favorite anime of all time. It's yeah, just, really it's nice. perfect. I love it so much. Uh, I've been watching that. I watched. Uh, they started the new Gundam. They're yes. coming out with a new Gundam. I'm watching that. I love that. Is it good? Um, yeah. what else? I'm trying to think. Let me look at my. I got to look at my TV tracker app to see what I'm watching because I don't even remember. What's the new Gundam called? I can't think of what it's called. Some of the Witch, uh, I think. It's Mobile Suit Gundam, The Witch from Mercury. That's what it is. God dang, that uh, naming convention. <laughs> Let's freaking go. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been watching that. Uh, they also brought back Spy Family. Which they did, if, yes. If either of you haven't watched it yet, it's so good. It's it is, it is really good. just a good, yeah. wholesome anime, and I love it. Yeah. Okay. So, aside from that, uh, I'm I'm really trying to stay caught up with Andor, but I can't do it. I haven't started like, it yet. I need to. I started it together. Really trying. I, I, I just got through the first three episodes. Should we mention? Already, should we reveal? I don't think we've talked about it on our. Oh, I I mentioned it on our episode we just recorded last week. Okay. I mean, it's sure. not out yet, but it'll be out next Monday. All right. Well, cool. So. We'll do it. Yeah. Well, we're gonna be guest spotting <laughs> with you guys. Yeah, for to talk Andor, which is awesome because you know with we did Obi One, yeah, we did, yeah. yeah. So we'll just keep covering that. Was that was a good episode. It was fun. I enjoyed we'll it. Definitely yeah. keep covering that the Star Wars universe and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So other than that, uh, nothing really. I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, there's new DLC for Xenoblade Chronicles Three coming out this week, so Damn, I finally okay. get to dive back into that. After the 105 hours I've already put into it. Dang. And Persona 5 comes out on Switch next week. It does. I'm really looking forward to that. That's an endeavor. Because I haven't played it yet. Yeah. If you poured 105 hours into freaking whatever blade, then yeah, you're buckle up for P5, dude. That, yeah. I started it and then I very tactfully, calmly put it down because I'm like, nope. (laughs) I'm enjoying this game. I played maybe two hours of it and I'm like, this is really cool. And then I started looking at like the other stuff people have been talking about. I'm like, this was when my kid was first born. So I'm like, I cannot. So I will not. Bye. (laughs) I'll come back to you eventually, P5. I understand that. But yeah. So uh, uh, with my week, I I feel like I did quite a a bit. I watched um, Atlanta 
uh, the first two episodes of Atlanta, which, dude, oh my god, they're back. They're, they're so good, back. dude. It's so incredible. Like even just the first scene of it's like riots and Darius is just walking into that department store. <laughs> Comedy <laughs> gold, dude. Gold. Right. And then the second episode, I'm pretty sure. No. Was the second episode or the first episode in the MF Doom one? That's the second one. Okay. That one was incredible as well. It's right. It, I am sincerely going to be sad when this stops coming out. This I, is it, man. This is the final season right now. It really bums me out. Like it's a, it's really bitter. It's extremely bittersweet. Where I am actually dreading it ending because this is a special moment where people, you know, we were around when Breaking Bad was out. We were, you know, people were around when Friends was on TV. We were around when Atlanta was on TV. This is, yeah, some of the best comedy, most creative. Just, uh, I don't even know what genre to call this. Most creative show I would call in this type of. It's genre bending for sure. Yeah, it's there's horror elements to it there's a obscene amount of comedy some of the funny stuff i've ever seen so yeah definitely uh check out atlanta if you have not checked out atlanta that's one of those things that i will buy the physical box set when it eventually drops oh yeah hopefully uh did that i watch i started super league of super pets tonight with my family (laughs) okay uh i've got beef with with these animated films i'm tired of celebrities doing the voiceovers not a fan of that I find it distracting. Uh-oh. Distracting. It's taking jobs yeah. out of real. I say real because they are the real voice actors that that are out there. Like I did the the interview with with Barrett Letty, who does stuff for like Pokemon and Yu Gi Oh and stuff. He he's a voice actor, and so that's his platform. And so you got The Rock and Kevin Hart doing it, and it's just like to me, it's it, it feels cheaper. I don't like it. I don't care for it at all. Uh, but Keanu's Batman, though. He is probably one of the third best Batman voice in my opinion it goes uh Conroy Con- Kevin Conroy, Conroy. believe yeah. it or not it goes freaking RoboCop I forgot uh Peter uh <laughs> Peter Weller who is in the Dark Knight Returns he when did he oh is that one Dark Knight Returns uh animated movie he does the voice okay. and he's incredible and then freaking Keanu man he kills it hmm. uh did that and then I uh also been watching She-Hulk I man I, I'm really spacing on stuff I did this uh this week i guess i'm gonna say that's it i've just i've been so busy the last uh last week last few days especially prepping because we're gonna be at dallas fan festival this weekend so i've been getting all the equipment situated and you know getting all the stuff scheduled and stuff so it'll be a really fun time listener uh this will be out before this this weekend hopefully we'll see you there we're gonna be we got press passes so we're gonna be walking around talking to a bunch of creators artists uh, guests, we're going to be talking to a ton of of uh, attendees and stuff. We're going to be doing our stupid shenanigans there. That'll be a ton of fun, and a few other little things that we're we're tinkering with uh, as we utilize, try to utilize this weekend. But other than that, I'm going to say that's that's been my week. So, uh, so I guess with crossover stuff, we talked for sure, and then the, I also watched, which we'll talk about, Werewolf by Night. That uh, it was the first. Disney or MCU, I think they call holiday special is what they're calling this because it's like a Halloween bit. Right. Uh, uh, we won't spoil it too much since Nick yeah. hasn't seen it. Yeah, uh, sure. But at the very, very base thing, I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, I thought the story was kind of spacey at times. It felt very really rushed I was, is the biggest takeaway. Is like, I feel like they wanted it to be longer. They wanted it to be a, maybe a series and they wanted it all and said condense into one short mm-hmm. and it was too rushed. This could have been a long series and I could have loved every second of it. And it also made me super pissed off because some people have it all. 
is directed by Michael uh, Giacchino. Giacchino, dude, also, that crapped my pants when that popped up. If you guys don't know the name Giacchino, every freaking movie, you know oh, the yeah. sound of Giacchino. <laughs> he does Batman. great music. He did Batman. <laughs> he did freaking a, a ton, an abundance of Disney work. All like, the Spider-Mans. Up, like he does all. He does a ton of Pixar work. <laughs> Let me look this crap up. Yeah, and he just decided. He uh, did, let me try my hand at directing. He did Rogue One too. Yeah, he did. He did. He's their boy. The Spider-Man does all of it. Uh, Doctor Strange. He's done so many things. I'm like, are, are you serious? Doctor he directs too. Wow. He did. And he, he does freaking directs everything, too. dude. I was like, why couldn't this movie? Why couldn't it just suck? Why couldn't it be bad? Why does he have to be good at everything? Why he's <laughs> incredible. I bet dude is. I bet dude can fly. I bet there he did. He did Thor: Love and Thunder. Let me go through this list, yeah. people. Who, if you don't know the name Michael Giacchino. Starting from his most recent work, Werewolf by Night, Thor Love and Thunder, Lightyear, Jurassic World Dominion, The Batman, Spider-Man No Way Home, uh, Pixar Popcorn, uh, Let Him Go, An American Pickle, which I didn't see, but no one will see because HBO <laughs> pulled that crap. Uh, Jojo Rabbit, Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, I'm going to keep scrolling to give you a Bad Times at El Royale, which I didn't watch, but I wanted to. Star Wars audio comics. Okay. Incredibles 2, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, Coco, War of the Planet of the Apes, Spider-Man Homecoming, Book of Henry, Rogue One, Doctor Strange, Jesus, dude, Star Trek Beyond, Zootopia. <laughs> like, we get it. He's a heavy hitter. He does everything and he's incredible he's out at here it. making good films. Not one of those movies that I, not, I every single movie <laughs> that I mentioned, I remember going, this sounds good. Like this is with the score yeah. at some point. <laughs> Go back to any of the time. We've covered a bunch of those. I promise you. Listen back. We will compliment the score at some point during that episode. <laughs> yeah. So here's a here's a controversial opinion. Yeah. Do you do you guys think Michael Giacchino is the modern day John Williams? Um, Oof. I would not saying he's better than John right, Williams. Right. Because I, I think that's a really high bar to cross. But do you think uh, he's the modern day equivalent of John Williams? I would this is say, really nose up. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, please. You're the music guy. Go ahead. This is very nose up. I feel like mu music in movies is very different nowadays. Where in the past, the theme song was embodied with the film so much that you couldn't separate the two. But now music exists mostly in the background. And that's whenever you see a film where music's in the foreground, you're like, oh, this is really cool. They're doing this stuff, integrating with music. It's why like Edgar Wright's like, look, all these turns are to the music stuff. It's really sweet. Um, I think music now plays a very different role, but I see what you're going with it. And yes, because he's in so many heavy hitter, huge cinematic films that I don't know who else is there. Who else is other than uh, what's that? Uh, what's that guy's name? The Dune guy. Dang it! Why can't I think of his name? This is so bad. What's that oh, guy's that, name? It's like it's like Wolfgang something. It was like because I'm like, well, what a it has to be a fake name, like a weatherman name. His name was something, something like Wolfgang something or something Bach, something Beethoven. You know what I'm talking about? Is a classical Are you talking person's name. Hans Zimmer? No, Hans Zimmer, not Zimmer. Yes. Wow. How did I, but Zimmer I'm obviously. Hans Zimmer. I feel yeah. like Zimmer's been so I would actually say Zimmer is the modern day John Williams because to me, John Williams has a super distinct sound. You can pick his uh, his sound out point. of movies. Same with Zimmer. I would argue that Giacchino is in a league of his own because I didn't know he did some of the stuff. He's just that diverse. He has a mm. he might have a signature that you maybe could pick up on, but to me. Listening to Up, which I adore Up soundtrack, and then the Batman, I can't play, I can't connect them for me. Right. So I think right. he's just that talented and that diverse. So I think he's the first of his kind, really, to be able to just be that guy that, and I can't, I'm always shocked when his name pops up and I'm always like, yep, sure, because I liked it. Of course, it has to be freaking Giacchino. 
<laughs> but uh, back to, to Werewolf by Night. Uh, I, I I loved it. I really liked it a lot. I, I agree. It felt rushed, but to me, it was a little rushed. I didn't. I, I, I liked it still as it, as it was. Could it have benefited from just being a feature length film? Absolutely. It's less than an hour long. So if you could even get it an hour and a half, this movie could have been very different. But mm-hmm. I think as a holiday special, as a fun little like, hey, you know, MCU fans, here you go. And as I've been saying to exhaustion, I'm so bored and tired of the MCU thing. Like even like Nick, you know, it's talking about like everything going on this year with the MCU. I really needed this and I really loved it. It is so polarizingly different than anything we've seen with the MCU. Anything we've seen with the MCU. I mentioned, what did I mention that was the biggest like style change thing from the MCU? I feel like I mentioned something recently about that. Can't recall, but this to me, Werewolf by Night is the most, is the most unique thing I can recall. Uh, if you don't count like, you know, the the cartoon, the what if or whatever. Sure. I would argue this is the most, the, the most <clears throat> daring thing that they've done in a very long time. I love the genre of it. It felt very grindhousey, very like old, like universal monsters type, you know, Frankenstein Dracula type thing. I loved it, but you still got your MCU stuff in it. You still got the action scenes that were very like, yep, it's a girl who's doing the action scene. So she has to be a black widow esque with this. Uh, <laughs> and I, I love, I thought performances are great. It was so fun and stylish that it was very For pleasant sure. to watch. I was, I started it late. I started it like at midnight and I'm like, Oh, I'll start it. And then when I feel tired, I'll cut it off. Nope. Watch the whole thing. Could not stop watching it. Uh, and the last thing I'll say is man thing. I got man thing. Man thing. Oh, I love man. It's, it's, yeah. Say it. I love <laughs> man thing. Absolutely. <laughs> the world will know him by a different name, but to me in my heart, he'll always be giant size man thing. All right. Uh, but I guess here's the question though. He, where do you think this is going to tie in? Do you think this is going to ha- pop up anywhere? Where do you think this is going to be in the MCU? I want to say no. I think if it does, it's going to happen a long time from now. Nine times soon, maybe next year, maybe next October, we'll get another short. Maybe we'll see a man thing, like specific thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do not see it in the near future at all. That's fair. I am inclined to agree. I kind of want it to be able to exist on its own. Sure. But I see I, in the movie, they give themselves an out because this is clearly an older movie in turn like oh like in mm-hmm. literal like this is i don't know like in the early 1900s or something like this is a very long time ago this takes place and the MacGuffin in the movie they have a line of like oh the longevity it gives you so it's like she can captain america to today like wink wink <laughs> so and you know with monsters in it which i love i'm a sucker for monsters so of course i'm hype they uh you know they're they have their own rules so he can you know the, the monsters can be around today no problem not age a day sure so I liked it. Big fan of that. Yeah, it was good. Uh, was there any other crossover? Uh, Nick, what'd you think of my hero? Oh, so good. So good. As a so I read I've read the manga. I'm like caught up with it. So I've already read through the arc they're doing for this right. season of the anime. And it is my favorite of the of all the arcs they've done. And I think there was a lot of ups and downs with the last season. Just based on how they kind of swap some things around and all that. But I think this season is off to a really killer start. And I think it's going to be 
it's going to put my hero back in the in the limelight on center stage, which I really hope it does because there's a lot of people who are like, oh, well, my hero's overrated and, you know, it's just <laughs> you know, it's just shown in trash. And I'm like, okay, well, you watch Boruto, so I, I don't know if I can really trust your opinion on that. Uh, so, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I think it's really good. You would say this is definitely the turning point right now. Like, like from now on, especially in the manga, it's yeah. dark, just nothing but dark timeline. It's a it's a real tone shift, right? From because it goes from without spoiling it too much, it Kids goes in from high school, essentially happy go lucky. Oh, we're in school, and you know, oh, we fight villains on the side to a very like, oh, this has a really dark and serious tone for the future of the my hero just universe of like where right. the world is going in in universe so yeah it's a big it's a big deal and i think they're going to be able to pull it off yeah no the animation is pretty good so far so it's mappa i think i think mappa did it yeah it's gonna be good uh no my hero is bones bones okay who also did full metal alchemist brotherhood if you guys have watched that which is a phenomenal anime mm -hmm. I've it heard about good. it. I've heard it's really, really great. You haven't seen it, AJ? Really? I So I'm actually a really casual anime watcher. I watch DBZ. I haven't watched Super yet. I really need to. But like I, I watched that. I watched, uh, I don't, if you want to count Pokemon, I got through Death Note. I watched uh, Ken, uh, Kenichi. I watched, there's an older one that I love. That's, it's not, it's schlocky trash, but uh, Ultimate Muscle which is the dumb old uh, wrestling anime. It was really dumb. It was on Tsunami. That's <laughs> yeah. how I watched it. I watched a bunch of Tsunami stuff. So then I, a Cowboy Bebop and stuff. So, and, uh, and Trigun. But I really haven't watched most of the the bigger ones. I, uh, Gundam Wing. I watched Gundam Wing. Uh, I started... I never finished. Why didn't I finish that? I started watching... Um, what's that one that Lee recommended to me, Heath? It's the one with the, the drill... Uh, Mac. Oh, Garen Lagan. Garen Lagan. Yeah, they, yeah, you know. Oh, that's another really it. good one. <laughs> yeah, I haven't finished it. I'm like halfway through. Uh, yeah, there's. A, I, I watch a bit, but like I, I consider myself a casual fan. Like I, I'm not diehard. I got homework for you then. Okay. Yep. We'll right. save it for the we'll, end. We'll save it for then. All right. Cool. Ooh. So also, 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 as y'all were talking about that, I was scrolling through more Jacob uh, G Chino stuff. Yeah, he did uh, the Incredibles. <laughs> freaking score too. He did the music for The Incredibles. <laughs> you know, like the best <laughs> film with or best jazz in any film. Yeah, right. He yeah. also did a few did video. That. He did like an old Call of Duty and like Medal of Honor and stuff too. Just wow. he's so okay. freaking diverse, man. With his with his sound, with his style, he's such a talented what a legend dude. and an incredible director. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> I'm sure we'll be seeing more of him in the future. I'm very confident with that, but uh, Disney's I, definitely got him on retainer, dude. Oh, can yeah. you imagine they got directing down and pet. scoring your own film, dude? Right, where it's just uh, I want it to complete sound. creative control. Yeah, exactly. I'd I'd love. I'm sure it's happened for smaller films. I'd love to know if there's like a feature film that has just like what guy has done the most in a feature film, where it's like written by, directed by, scored by, edited by, like uh, I can only think of executive uh, produced by. Can we think of Halloween? Stunts by how you talking about uh oh my god, Carpenter. Yes. John Carpenter, which John uh, Carpenter scored it, directed yeah, he, it, all that he, stuff. All that stuff back in the day. That's why I'm but to me, because I, I know people do that when there's no budget. I'm talking the big budget ones. I'm talking like Marvel. Right, right. <laughs> like who has done the absolute <laughs> most work? Uh before I forget though, definitely be hype, everybody. It's been a year in the making. Next week, we're gonna be 
bringing our Halloween series to an end with, with uh, Matt from the Madwork Movie Show. We covered Halloween 1978, Halloween 2018, Halloween Kills, and we are finishing it with Halloween Ends. So that'll be that'll be a good time. We also got to watch that this weekend, Heath, while we're <laughs> while we're doing uh, Fan Fest. We'll make Not it work. Not busy at all. Yeah, we'll make it work. But the uh, last last thing. Oh, last thing here. As I was before we we uh, hit the ad break. So I googled. Uh, well, I googled black people Disney movies, and I got African American characters <laughs> oh, in Disney movies. No. I want you guys to guess, or not. Uh, this let's just not guess because that'll not be a fun game for people. Uh, these are the <laughs> trending pages, and this I feel so we're 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 getting better, we're learning, but uh, these are the the notable notable African American characters in Disney, which includes Pixar. We got Frozone, <laughs> sure. Frozone, okay, yeah. Okay. We got Izzy Hawthorne from Lightyear. We got Alicia Hawthorne from Lightyear, which is basically the same character. Uh, yeah, pretty much. This year. Yeah, and we're learning. Uh, Tiana, who's the lead in The Princess and the Frog. Dr. Facilier? I don't know how to say his name. He's the bad guy mm-hmm. from... Uh, Dr. Fossier. Fossier. Sorry, yeah, I'm, I'm a Disney French. nerd. <laughs> I watched it. To be fair, this was my first time finishing that movie. I started it probably wow. a half a dozen times. Uh Penny Proud from the Proud family. Uh, Gabriella, who I don't recognize who she's from. The Little Mermaid. She's the, oh, wow, what a pull. She's the deaf We've mermaid even from the animated oh. series. of the, uh, Oh, yeah, gotcha. the animated series that nobody except for, like, eight-year-old me watched religiously. <laughs> and then Ethan Clade, who is not even out yet. He's going to be in the that movie, The uh, Strange, Strange World. That's oh, yeah, uh, eight. Yeah. That's that the notable. List? That's not the whole list, but that's notable. They stretch it, and this is that's, all of Disney too, so it's counting like that's even a bigger disc. Cartoon the rest shows aren't notable and stuff, enough. but those are the notable ones, and two <laughs> of them are more or less the same character. One of them has not come out yet. <laughs> like, wow. We're learning and getting better. You want a real fun game? Let's be fair. Let's go Asian people in Disney. Sorry, <laughs> people. This game. We don't sorry, this game. <laughs> sorry, people who are really uh, like uncomfortable with the mere mention of race. All right, top five Asian characters <laughs> in Disney films. This is from AsianMoviePulse.com. Let's go. Uh, Lee Raya. Shang. Oh, these are just characters in general. So Lee Shang. Oh, that's Homeboy from Mulan. That's the that's yeah. You got a majority of the cast. Definitely got yeah, way more. Yeah. Hero Hamada from Raya. Big Hero Six. Jasmine, yeah, which BMX we're counting. Or- <laughs> we're counting that as Asian. Uh, uh, Mulan. Yeah. That's the list. That's the whole list. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that was. <laughs> Silver, I skipped the Silver Mist. I don't know who that is. She's from the 20, 2008 Disney film Tinkerbell. Really huh. scraping that barrel. This is also written before uh, Feeling Red, to be fair. Really? Is that? Okay, sure. But yeah, let's... If, uh, you, if you were to switch that list to European, would they include all the other Disney princesses? I'm going to be fair. Like, let's look up uh, top Belle is white French. people uh, <laughs> in Disney. Let's be fair. Rapunzel is German. Walt Disney. Mark. So funny. If you go, if you Google, how do you Google? If you Google <laughs> black people in Disney, you what get a questionable Google search history. Right? <laughs> you get 12 black Disney movies. You get 15 black male Disney characters. A look at color in Disney animated films. If you look up Asian people in Disney, oh. you get top five Asian characters. You get, uh, Top 10 Asian characters, history of Asian characters in Disney. If you Google white people in uh, white people in Disney, you get our 
<laughs> Are Disney films a tad bit too white? <laughs> Racism in film. Cotton plantations and non-consensual kisses, which is this from The Guardian, and picking at all the bad things from Disney well, in the past. <laughs> we're already here, guys. We're already this far in. Anyone want to say anything about the new mermaid, the little mermaid? I was uh, catching actually, so much fire, so much hate. So how, okay, how controversial ahead, can I get? You, you, uh, just, you just heard my bit. Go for it. Okay. <laughs> so I think it's a bad move for multiple reasons. Because one, I don't think Disney thought this out to its logical conclusion. If you make Ariel black in the mm-hmm. live action movie, are you then going to go in the parks and change the meet and greet character. Are you going to go change the character on the ride? Are you going to change the one on all the merch? And it's not, and it's a more significant change than like, Oh, Emma Watson is live action. Bell. Those two (laughs) things aren't really different. Uh, so I don't think they thought that up all the way Two, I think it's very disingenuous to black people to be like, you know, instead of making a new original character, we're just going to change the skin color of an already existing character. Bam. Yeah, done. Right. Problem Easy solved. money. We're not racist. Look what we did. That's <laughs> yeah, guys, look. We're not racist. We made Ariel black. Dude, come we on. The Comic books are... Yeah. We, <laughs> we, we did the Photoshop, click whatever skin tone, and just replace with... it's. Comic books have been freaking doing that for years, and it All is right, yeah, it yeah. is annoying and disingenuous where it's like... Like as a not white, if uh, you couldn't guess with all everything I was talking about, I don't get hyper excited when I'm like, oh, he looks like me. To me, it's yeah. like make a new character that's really cool. That's like this because, and I'm I'm not saying don't, but I'm saying if you want to do something for me, if you want to do something that I would take as meaningful and not just cheap pandery, then make a new character. Take that time. You know, look at like turning red, which I think I called feeling red earlier. Turning red, it, it was a great. It was a great perspective that we have not seen before in a Disney movie or Pixar movie. I really enjoyed being introduced to that. I didn't really care for the movie ultimately in the end, but I enjoyed having, you know, you want your, like, just make a new movie, new character. They did. So thank you for that. But yeah, Nick, I agree with right. you about, about that. It just, to me, it feels like the whole, uh, are you happy now, coloreds? And it's like, not yeah. particularly. That's fine. <laughs> But I, I will, will say, go, please. I think uh, a, a very notable thing that was left off of the, uh, what was it, like notable black characters in Disney movies, I didn't hear any mention of anyone from Soul, which wow. granted, is not not a not my favorite Pixar movie, but still. I actually like, rewatched that like three days ago, so I don't know how I missed that. <laughs> as a movie that's centered around <laughs> like the African-American culture in New York, that how does great. that not make the list? And that's a great version of that, like a great way to to be able to do that. And so I I, I say that because to me, I, I it doesn't feel good, I guess, like for them to do that. <laughs> to me, it feels very I think, uh, I think market research It doesn't feel genuine. Yeah, it feels like market research where they're like, uh, we need to do this. And people, uh, did you not read the Google thing? Is Disney too white? <laughs> and so they're like, well, we'll change that. Uh, <laughs> What well? Why don't we make Cinderella black? Like, let's not get crazy. Let's not okay? do that. <laughs> let's make the sci-fi humanoid 
animal thing <laughs> black. Let's not get ridiculous. <laughs> With that said, I think the hate is preposterous. All this stuff. I mean, I'm, I don't need to get into it. The threats. Getting out the, of control. Any of that stuff is preposterous. I don't have. Yeah. To me, hate like that is so active. It's not because I have passive hate or where it's just or, or passive dislike because to me, hate is active where I'm like, oh, I, I didn't care for that. And then I don't even think about it the rest of the day. But right. so garner the response to tweet or record a video or, you know, do something like just to take action from from that to me is so bizarre. It says a lot about the person. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to like, do I think it was a good choice? Not really. Just because like me personally, I, Ariel has always been a certain way. For my entire life, so she started that my redhead is pink. Different. That's not cool to just. <laughs> <laughs> Ariel was my first like Disney princess crush. So there you go. I I feel where you're coming from, my dude. Half but the it's... movie she's in a bikini top. So let's just yeah, let's just be real. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think I mean I'm not gonna go out of my way to like, and I mean I'm not gonna hate on the actress at all. It's not her fault that the movie turned out this way. It's the executives and the director and the writer and whoever made that decision. So if you're going to get mad at anyone, get mad at them. Don't, you know, lash out at the actress. I don't remember her name. Uh, I think it's like Holly Berry or something because it confused me a lot reading the, uh, yeah, reading the, 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 the clickbait titles. It's not Holly Berry, but it's very similar to it. Let me look. It's, I think it's Holly Bailey. I think. Holly Bailey. Yeah. Every time, uh, every time I saw like Haley, it's Holly Bailey or Haley Bailey. What is it? I guess Holly Haley Bailey. Bailey. What a name. What a name. <laughs> Haley Bailey is a freaking really cartoon character, name. dude. <laughs> she needs to be hosting a Blue's Clues episode of that crap. No, it's, Hol- it's Holly Bailey, which as I was reading the first bunch of articles, it was like Holly Bailey cast as, uh, as Ariel. I'm like, really? Like a f- is she, isn't she like 50 now? She's going to be. <laughs> it took me a minute. But yeah. yeah. So just don't just, you know, don't hate on actors Nerd just as a general rule now, of yeah. thumb hype responsibly everybody you know it's like, <clears throat> so to me to me I, I read an article too that said that primarily from the director from somebody they said that she was the first audition that they had and they couldn't get her out of their head upon all the other auditions so two thoughts if that's true awesome in which case yeah she's the better part for it she's the best actor for it they in the vision of the director Awesome. Not upset at that at all. On the other hand, which I'm more inclined to think, there's like, and also she's black, you know, coming from like the, the director's point of view. Like, yeah. Be like, what a freaking sell. So I, either way, I don't care. I, you know, I, it, to me, I don't feel like, oh, finally hearing the news of it. So right. Maybe just give us new movies. Uh, stick with soul, you know, do the whole, I like the, you know, the route we're going right now, at least Pixar between like Coco was uh, Coco wasn't Pixar. Was it? No, yeah, it was. That was, was it Pixar? Okay. Awesome. Pixar's Coco knocking Pixar. it out of the park then fine. Coco soul. Let's keep that up. You know, Ryan, the last dragon. Perfect. Let's go. Let's do, let's do, let's keep up with that because it's like, how many more times are we going to see the beautiful European looking prince? I think we're right. we can move on to different aspects, different cultures and stuff. And I'm a fan of it. I'm a, I like yeah. that aspect of it. All right. Uh, we'll be right back, everyone, after this quick word from our sponsors. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Coffee and Capes. Coffee and Capes is the good coffee. It's the nerdy coffee. If you like to drink coffee, get Coffee and Capes because it's good coffee. 
It is really, really good. They have some really cool uh, roasts and flavors. I actually had to, I was correct with the distinction between the two because roast is, you know, what you're going to get with your coffee. And then flavor is more like almost the novelty aspect of it where they have Harleen's Delight, which has a flavor to it, but then they also have the really cool roast. So I'm on their website right now and they have, they're hyping up right now what's called their Coffee and Capes Spooktober Box which is the spookiest comic book mystery box of the year. So you can try that out. It'll give you some comics and uh, you can also try their different coffee stuff as well. They have some coffee uh, bundles and stuff. You can sign up every month, get a new box. You can get your coffee and your comics. They have pull boxes. They have really cool mugs. I had, a, I ordered a mug recently. I've been using like my favorite mug. It's awesome. Coffee and Capes mug. They got all the, they have the, what's called their overstop buy one, get one sale currently right now. So there any other overstock uh, single issues and stuff. Check them out. You can buy them at this, probably the best prices you're going to get it at and definitely try their coffee where they have a lot of really cool. They have their light roast. They have their medium roast. They have their dark roast. They have whole bean. They have K cup. They have ground. They have all the cool stuff right now. And also right now they have their limited edition Savage She-Hulk cover mug. It's the Savage She-Hulk number one, really cool mug. And while you're there, you can use the promo code genre geeks at checkout. That's all undercase, no spaces, genre geeks. And, you know, you buy yourself some coffee on, you know, get 20, save 20% using our code. You can get the America's Roast, which I've actually, I've been, that's the next one I'm going to buy. I haven't tried the America's Roast yet, but I'm a big fan of their Brightest Day, which is their other light roast. And uh, while you're listening to this, we are at Dallas Fan Fest. We're going to be handing out cards that have a secret QR code on it, which is going to be exclusive to the people at Dallas Fan Fest. And it's going to have some really cool secret deals and a very specific genre geeks secret deal that I think if you're a fan of us, if you want to support us, that's the time to go ahead and jump on it because it's going to be something that I'm really proud to have our name on for sure. So Coffee and Capes, thank you very much. And also check out their podcast. They have a really great podcast, Coffee and Capes. And they're going to be joining us, which as I'm thinking, doing this, I'm like, oh God, when does it end? They're going to be covering She-Hulk with us as, too, uh, as well right. when the series ends, which I hope it's not next week because that's going to be, we're going to be really freaking busy. Uh, this episode is also brought to you by Popple. If you are a person who networks and has the need to network, then you need to get a Popple device. On my phone, I have the Popple flat on my phone. So I have my permanent unlimited business cards on my phone. All you have to do is tap the back of the person's phone, whether it be iPhone, Android, doesn't matter. As long as it has NFC on it, you can then take them directly to your Popple page, which has your Instagram, your Facebook, Twitter, Venmo, your uh, YouTube channel, your TikTok, all that crap. If you network, if you're a person living nowadays where everything is intertwined and everything is trying to network and get connected, you need a Popple device, man. It's the only way that you're able to have all of your business cards, not only on your phone, but in your wallet, on your Apple Watch band. That's a brand new product they just dropped. Uh, I have a, metal, metal, a physical metal card that is on in my wallet. That way I can still do the whole flash and flex. And, you know, here, you know, here's the thing. As we're going to Dallas Fan Fest, this is going to be invaluable as we're talking to all these different people. And like, hey, tap. Instagram, all that stuff instantly connected to our stuff. It's really cool. It's very useful. And uh, also Spotify too on that thing. If, if I tap, you can bring someone straight to your podcast, to your episode. It's an incredible device that starts at, I think, 15 bucks and you have unlimited. I used to buy business cards all the time and it was like 50 bucks for, let's be generous, a hundred. And yeah, you can run out and it sucks. And God forbid you change your username on any of those social platforms. Everything Instantly, the second you have your Popple thing, you have your app. It takes three seconds. Tap, 
Now it's instantly connected to your profile page. So if you want to save 20% off your order at, order at Popple, you can also use promo code GenreGeeks. Again, all undercase, no spaces, GenreGeeks. Save 20% off both products, Coffee and Capes and Popple. Thank you so much, Coffee and Capes and Popple. Now, back to the show. As I take a swig, because my mouth is always dry, freaking going through that. <laughs> uh, we had a lot of, quite a bit of news this week. Uh, specifically, while we're still talking about Disney and Marvel stuff, Heath, do you want to talk about what the heck is going on with Marvel now? Sure. The biggest thing is uh, last time we covered Blade and it's unfortunate circumstances right now, and it just got worse, unfortunately. Um, they, they, they more or less fired the director. Let's just go ahead and say it. Sure. Without saying it, they fired him. And because of that, Blade's on complete hiatus until they find yeah. a director. But that exactly, caused more yeah. fallout. That pushed back at least four other movies, including the new Deadpool. Yep, because what? they have a timeline. Yep. They have they can't have this stuff happen where it's like, well, this gets introduced in this movie, so you can't show it, you know, in any other times. I mean, granted, they have done stuff like that in the past, but it was very inconsequential. I believe what's her name from uh from Falcon and Winter Soldier, the the chick who's doing oh. the Secret Avengers, or the yeah, not the Secret Avengers, the the, the, the Thunderbolts. Um, Sharon Carter's no, is that her name? Sharon is Carter? the chick from Seinfeld. What's her name? She was uh, she's I forgot her name. Veronica something is her character's name, or Victoria. Something. Oh, is she like the one who comes in at the end and is like, "Here's my business card." Exactly. Yeah. The yeah. Black Widow. Yeah. Well. First appearance yeah, yeah, was supposed yeah. to be in, I think, Black Widow or some other movie. I think so. And then she popped up, and they just because it was inconsequential. But based on this, yeah, Blade, Deadpool three, Fantastic Four. Uh, what else? Secret Wars. Secret Wars. We've been that already. Uh, untitled Marvel film that was set for May first, twenty twenty six. Oh man, I'm so excited from the for that calendar. one. <laughs> untitled, <dude. laughs> it could be anything. Well, do you want the th do you want the thing that you know or the mystery box? Like, ugh, mystery box could be anything. <laughs> uh, that that does suck. I mean, I on one hand, I would rather them stop, get their ducks in a row, find the yes. right guy to direct this movie. I'd rather them do that than rush. But on the other hand, I mean, now, you know, Deadpool three is that much further away, which sucks. Yeah. So many things suffer because of this one issue with this one movie. That's really unfortunate how that works. But like you said, when you have a continuous timeline like that, you have no choice but to do that. Exactly. And it sucks because Deadpool three just got a date like what? Two weeks Seriously. ago. Yeah. Right. Because week and a half ago, yeah. the jacked man is going to be in it. And now everyone's like, we're all hype. And then they're like, and, uh, and not anymore. Back. Sorry. Wait, you know how you waited? <laughs> like over 20 years to see, you know, Wolverine play with, you know, Iron Man and Cap and all that crap. And then like, yeah, well, wait longer because it's not happening. <laughs> not yet, at least. Yeah. So that, that is, that is really crazy that that happened. But again, I'm, I'm, I'd, frankly, I'm happier that this happened as opposed to them like rushing because rushing. they have their 90 page script is more or less useless. So, you know what? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, while we're on the topic of, of movies and stuff that have been coming out, Nick, I, what a crazy fortuitous time for you to just jump on, which oh again, you jumped on minutes before we hit record. We got our first look at the Mario trailer. <laughs> Nick, what <laughs> are your thoughts so on this trailer, man? Oh, man. Okay. I'll start off with my less least controversial thoughts. Uh, Jack Black is killing it as Bowser. Yes, absolutely. He, that is... It easily the knockout from the trailer like he has really got this down pat also this looks like 
so far, the least illumination, illumination <laughs> movie. <laughs> Whatever they're doing with the animation and just the lighting and it just that trailer looked gorgeous. It did look gorgeous. And yeah. whatever they're doing with that looks so stylistically different from, you know, Minions or Despicable Me right. or Secret Life of Pets, like there are other movies that they've done. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that'll extrapolate to the film as a whole. Even just the shot at the end of the trailer where you can look out and like uh, Mario and Toad are jumping or whatever, and you can see the expanse of the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah. Like, it's just, it looks so freaking good. It does. Yeah. I like and it too. Then, uh, I think it looks gorgeous. My more controversial thought, uh, people need to stop crying about Chris Pratt as Mario. Because Ooh. we've heard him say like two lines. Sure. And yeah. Is it just Chris Pratt's voice? <laughs> yes. But what were we expecting? You, you, Everyone acts like we were expecting an Oscar-winning performance from Chris Pratt in this movie. And that, that was never what we were going to get. So, But also, I don't think it's fair to judge his Mario voice when, like, as much talking as Bowser did in that trailer, we can obviously say, oh my gosh, like, it sounds so great. On the first go, Jack Black's really killing it. We can't say the same thing about Chris Pratt because we've heard him say, like, what is this place? And then Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. And that's it. And that's all we've heard from Mario. So I think, and I'm not saying it's going to be a good performance. I'm just saying we need to hold off on saying this is the end of the world. This is bad. This is terrible. Like I said, Uh, until we hear more. Active hate is such a strange (laughs) thing. Uh, You know, I passively hate it. I think we were right to worry about Chris Pratt. Again, I don't, I'm not like up in arms or anything about it, but it's what I was worried about, which is like, Hey, that's, that's Chris Pratt. And as I mentioned earlier in the episode, I'm done with celebrities doing the voice work stuff. Cause Jack Black at the very least, I forgot it was Jack Black when I first started listening to Bowser. I forgot. Yeah. I had to look it up. Like his voice sounds kind of familiar, but it's him doing voice work. And Chris Pratt is just like, Chris Pratt. Ah, and so I, to me, when you have such character and voices where we got a tiny, not even like a full justification, like full example of it, we heard a tiny bit of Luigi as well, which is Charlie from my son. Like, like screams that, and even the screen, right. I was like, that's cartoony. That's good to me. That's very in line with, with what I'm wanting from the, from a vocal performance because I'm distracted when I hear Chris Pratt talking. It's not Mario to me now. It's. Chris Pratt voicing Mario to me. Right. Yeah. I'm I'm infinitely more excited for Charlie Day than I am Chris Pratt. And oh, I love yeah. Chris Pratt to death. Like he's one of my favorite actors. So uh yeah. I also I also take a really big issue with the people who are like, oh well, it should be Charles Martinet because he's voiced Mario in the games. So yeah, you I know, disagree with that. It as well. has to be him. And I'm like, okay. Correct me if I'm wrong, but nobody was flipping out this much when Ben Schwartz was announced as the voice of Sonic. Right. Like, it's it's okay to have your game version of Sonic and your movie version of Sonic, and they can be voiced by different people because they're different versions of the same character. And that's yeah. okay because it's just a different take on the character. So the the people who are like, you know, it should be Charles Martinet, I understand where they're coming from. Like, oh, it's always been him. But at the same time, maybe branch out and try something new. It might it might not hurt you. Also, well, yeah. get off Twitter and go touch some grass. <laughs> like, jeez. 
Also, to be fair, Charles Martinet never, there's a reason why we never had long spouts of dialogue for Mario. It's mm-hmm. always very short bursts, like, waha, whoopee. Like, that's really, like, bye-bye. I think you, may, about, you might have tested and be like, a little bit too racist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Too well, Italian. Well, just like after the first Italian. Like, five minutes, they're like, oh my God, this is the most cringe. I, I can't, this is freaking <laughs> cheese grating my eardrums. Stop. You cannot deliver. There's no dramatic. Can you imagine him trying to do anything dramatic in this movie? Yeah. <laughs> like it's, I don't think that's, but also I looked in the credits. He's also credited in this movie as well. So he'll be doing probably some other he random is. voice. He has a like cameo, some yeah. cameo type voice thing. It's They'll different. throw in like Wario and Waluigi or something, well, and that's where his they're setting up their be. Mario universe, man. We know they are. It's it's different they gotta to have me. some competition with Sonic. Yeah, well, that speaking of Sonic, dope. to me, it's different when they got the voice actor for Tails because it wasn't obnoxious. Let's just be honest; like Tails' voice right. is not obnoxious. Mario's is such a as iconic and classic as it is. I'm not crapping on it, but I am saying. It'd be obnoxious for an, a feature film to have our lead talking like that. So I think, I think a, a different. I don't know. It, it's it's naive of me to think that they would have ever gone with a not celebrity <clears throat> to pick uh, to voice Mario. But Chris Pratt specifically, I don't. To me, it just and and I'm trying to find the right way to articulate it. I'm not furious about it. But if I could pick another person, I would definitely do that because with his voice to me, it just doesn't match the energy, I feel like, of, of Mario. Because when you think of Luigi and, and Charlie Day, it's like that I can see that because Luigi, right. Right. from all the games, you, exactly, all the games we've played of him of being scared or being like, you can imagine, you can hear Charlie doing that. But with Mario in, or with Chris Pratt with Mario, it's like, eh. I guess if boring is your is your bit, you know, there's a reason Mario always has the base standard like stats and everything. Fair, I guess. But who yeah. else, who else would you guys rather have? I'm, as I'm trying to as I'm trying to think about that, I was trying to think like who would do be a better like if I heard this guy's gonna be Mario, I would be like yeah, like my excitement with with uh, with Bowser or uh, even Princess Peach with Annie Taylor Joy from Princess Peach. I'm like cool, sure. But what was it about Chris Pratt specifically? I'm trying to dissect my own thoughts on it. Star power. Honestly, yeah. I think that's what it is. I think if this movie really like blows up and does well, I think any future characters, like if they decide to bring in, you know, Wario or Waluigi or Rosalina right. and Daisy, I think those will end up being the the lower names because they won't need them to draw. Because at the end of the day, Nintendo, I feel like they're trying to what's the word I'm looking for? They're trying to recover from the original Super Mario Bros. movie because when you look up Super Mario Bros. movie, that's the first thing that comes up. So, well, maybe not now, but before it was. So I think they're trying to avoid doing that. So they've brought in all of these big names like, oh, if you see Chris Pratt, yeah, I'm going to take my kid to see that movie. It doesn't even matter what the movie's about. It's Chris Pratt, so it's got to be a fun, family-friendly, you know, my kids will be entertained for however long the movie is. Fair, very fair. I just had a wild thought. Go for it. Like, I was like, who would play it? And they would never in a million years do do this. But the first person that popped in my head was Joey Diaz, the comedian. What's funny, you mentioned that. I was looking through, I just, I Googled him. Like, what are other people saying on the top, whatever people just play Mario? And it was like Danny DeVito, 
Or uh, <laughs> uh, who else? He looks like Mario. Exactly. Danny DeVito yeah, has to be Wario, not Robert. Not yeah, Wario. De Niro was another one. But no, I think they're going no. for that same bit. You're going as going for with that like in New York. Uh, yeah, yeah, Mario. Real like, thick New York, grumbly. Hey, Luigi. <laughs> I think they looked at Joey Diaz and they're like, we don't want him attached to right. the brand. Not at all. It yeah, was not a the stretch drugs. for Seth Rogen, <laughs> but he knows how to show up and work. You know. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a I don't have a good answer for it. I don't know. I mean, I just I uh like I said, I'm still I'm excited I'm still excited to watch the movie. Uh, I'm excited oh, yeah. to cover it with you as well, you know, with, uh, with the nerds. Oh, yeah. I think it's going to be a Definitely. really good time. <laughs> we're workshopping an idea that I can't reveal too much yet because we're still in the early phases of, but I have a really dumb idea that we can do with uh Mario themed and I think it'll be a good time. It'll be fun. But yeah. So yeah, you know, panic everyone, or don't panic, whatever. Just chill, or maybe just you know watch the watch the animated drawing, you know Mario movie. <laughs> Prepare for our Nintendo cinematic universe. You know everyone's doing Smash the memes. Smash Bros. movie, here we come. Exactly, it's all the memes. Like we got I, oh, also something I can't stand too. People need to chill because it's gonna lose the pat the punch when they're like, this looks like so like the early Sonic design because people are upset about Mario's design, which I'm like, shut up! How dare this, you compare what Mario looks near. like? To Dude. first Sonic, you're out of your mind. Not even close. Yeah, it's fine. Not me. even close. Sonic was horrific. People are mad. Like, that was genuine yeah. nightmare fuel. <laughs> Mario having a little bit flatter butt is not. Yeah. <laughs> that's not the same thing. To me, it works perfectly fine because people want because they have people are turn. Hey, you know, most people are not original thinkers. Most people are not. The, what's what's today? Is today's day again? Free like, thinker not, day. Exactly. And they're like, I, but Mario <laughs> looks like that. So he should be copy and pasted from Mario 64 from friggin' sunshine. And I'm like, that's not yeah. how this works. <laughs> Like why? Well, if you want to talk about not being a free thinker, I think a lot of Chris Pratt hate is not free thinker <laughs> speech. I think you know what? people Fair. are like, Chris Pratt is a bad guy. Okay, well, I will do no further research to validate or see if anything that is being said is true. But yeah, he's a bad guy, and I what? hate he him. He goes to church or whatever that. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Crazy. He's a down to earth guy who shocker is an actor who doesn't get involved in politics. Whoa! Like we're all cool, Tom <laughs> Cruise, crazy. still, right? And everyone's like, hmm, "Top Gun Maverick was awesome," so we're gonna. Sh <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of speaking of things that you know, with Sonic stuff getting fa fans changing that and people talking about that with Mario, there's another thing that has finally been brought. Whether it be fan power, uh, Santa finally answered my my uh, letters that I've been writing, but Heath, we're finally getting six seasons. S and a movie. And a movie. I'm so excited. It's about time. We Not did it, lie, everybody. This is one of those things that makes me feel like a serial killer because I'm like, so clearly no one else in the world exists. Like this, you guys are all thinking it's my imagination. Yeah. Because how many times did we talk about this? In the past like four episodes, it's exactly. come up every single day. In our personal lives, it's come up like all the time, like in a movie recently too. Out of nowhere, we just talked about it so much. Yeah. And then it happens. I'm like, Oh yeah, so clearly yeah, this is all imaginary. My life is not real. This is all <laughs> matrix simulation, and uh, you guys are all NPCs. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I can't believe I'm a I'm mildly disappointed. You know, I, I I say mildly disappointed. I'm grateful. I'll take it any way I can get. I'll take a freaking YouTube like feature. I don't sure. care. Yeah. But it does. It's I prefer if it would get to get a, a theatrical release. But from what I understand, sure. it's going to be on I not think Peacock. Peacock? Is yeah. the, is the right, peacock, platform? Yeah. It's the only time I'll ever use Peacock. Exactly. Ever. I got to sign right. up for freaking Peacock. God dang it. You got me. <laughs> Community will make me do it. I signed up for that freaking Yahoo 
uh, thing that the fifth season was on when it first came out. I signed up for that crap because right. I love community. Oh, yeah. So sure. I'll take my, uh, what is it, like $5 a month? I'll do a... I'll do a quick re-binge of The Office and Parks and Rec, watch the movie, and then I'm done. Not there you, again. there you go. Take that $20 that you're saving from not going to Regal and uh, <laughs> use it to support community. I can't believe it. <clears throat> and I'm blown away that uh, that it's happening because, from what I understood, from I think Joel McHale was mentioning, it's just hard to get everyone because they're so busy. Right. Uh, what's her name? Allison Brie is, you know, she's become very like popular and doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. Don't Donald Glover's Donald Glover. Speaking of Atlanta, no hey. mention. Yeah. yeah, don't gotta mention that. We know what he's doing. I mean, and, Atlanta. And and so <laughs> I mean, it's just everyone. I mean, that's as mean as that is. I mean, I don't think Joe McHale's too crazy busy. Uh, Abed is popping up in places here and there, so I'm really happy about that. But yeah. he was on a he was on Ducktales. He, he was, was one of the. Dave, I don't remember which on one he was. I think he was the. <laughs> he was the red one. I don't remember his name. Uh, <laughs> apparently he's on uh, I don't watch it but apparently he's on uh, Mythic Quest which I I, I don't have Apple TV so. I do want to watch that though I do I want to because I, I want to support my, you know McElhenney and Charlie Day sure. apparently helped create the show too so you know it's yeah uh, yeah I am ecstatic about this do we have a date or anything about that or are they still like way I don't early? think so I think it's so I think they enough. just they just said 2023 on Peacock that's it okay no season month anything it was just 2023 which i honestly unless they're filming right now and we don't know about it i would be shocked if it didn't get delayed to 2024 yeah like 2024 early 2024 it's gonna be an easier movie to make it's not gonna be a large uh, large it might be a large budget to them i'm guessing in the ballpark of sub 20 million dollars um, <clears throat> do you I, think it'll be like an hour and a half long or are we looking at like a werewolf by night 45 minutes I think a feature I think we deserve it needs to be two and a half <laughs> two and a Depends. half are the Russos directing it, it the needs Russos to be two started and, half. and also never the Russos used to work on that they directed a ton of episodes I uh, I don't know I have so many me and like Joel we're talking a little bit about it and like we're just going back and forth I'm like what do you want from it I want <laughs> I feel like we're owed this and very rarely do I say that. Like, we're entitled to something, like, uh, as, as right. fans. We need a reunion between Troy and Abed. Please. Yes. Dude, I would That's the bare minimum. Genuine tears. I feel like they would not do this if they weren't able to get... I say everyone, Chevy Chase, they forget, forget he exists. Oh, I, hold on. <laughs> I gotta find it. I think they, they talked about... Uh, Jackson sent it to me on Twitter. I gotta find it. There was... Um, Dan Harmon said something he, about he said it'd be illegal for him to be part of the film. I think it was his words was illegal. Really? Was it I illegal? I thought so he said somewhere it was like, oh, uh, it would be impossible to do without him. I'm trying know. to find it. I gotta find the exact quote. He's because it was spoiler really alert well for community. Worded. Everyone, uh, it'd be it'd be a little hard to bring him back. <laughs> eh, it depends I mean, on how they want to go about it. They, I, I'm sure Dan Harmon would create if they if they did he'd come up with some hilarious like beer fest type bit where it's like oh I'm I'm his twin and uh, he's told me everything about you guys and would you mind calling me you know it's, I feel like that's that could be a route they go but I really uh, to be fair as well I kind of don't want them to disrespect the the fifth the sixth season people yeah I want them to uh to be treated with a little bit of love I want uh, Keith David, you know, we mentioned him earlier. I want him, you know, to get some kind of 
respect and stuff. Because I feel like, you know, they picked up the slack and it's a little mean to uh, to not to just kind of write them off and be like, yeah, that was that weird, that weird Yahoo <laughs> season, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm incredibly. So I guess I, the quote is Dan Harmon was just kind of being a jerk and saying, I don't think it's legal for him to come back, is all he said. Shocker. Kind of joking. Yeah. He's the reason he got fired because he's Dan Harmon and he's like, eh, come right. on, me. I'm going to say what I want to say. <laughs> all right. Let's. I, uh, uh, oh, please. Go ahead. I have one more thing to say. Um, I. Jackson and I did a whole episode about, like, that was our main topic for the episode was the community sure. movie. And mm-hmm. one thing we brainstormed was. The somewhat disappointing reality that this movie could end with Jeff and Britta getting back together. Because that was kind of yeah. the whole reason that the, the study started. group started in the first place. Right. It was kind of like tying it all Full the way circle. back around. Which I think would be okay. I, I don't I don't necessarily care for how much romantic experimenting they did in the show they really just like every single pair we can try it pretty works. much yeah I don't so think i think it'd be expected, nice to get yeah. the finality True. of that but <clears throat> i don't think they expected people be to be don't. so behind uh like troy and britta like that was a that was something that like it, it, it there's these weird times in shows like uh, how i met your mother where they do the whole like, and now they're dating and they're like, whoa, the community really likes this couple. And that's that we didn't plan on that being a big thing. So I don't know. I, I would want Jeff to end up with Britta more than with Annie. Cause that was gross back then. That, yeah, that was <laughs> weird. And no, just yeah, no. Bad dynamic for sure. Uh, and I, uh, my last real request from it is uh, I, I'm, I want a good amount of Dean in this. I'm a Dean man. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Every scene, please. <laughs> Dang a wing. I really can't wait. I'm so <laughs> hyped for that. Uh, what else have we got here? We got a lot of stuff. I got to rush through some of this. Uh, let's go real quick. We got uh, Heath. Tell me about the Last of Us news. So, Last of Us, I wonder what your guys' opinion on this. So, the actor for Ellie, Bella, Bella Ramsey, yeah. she was told to, for the movie to not play the games. She was instructed by the directors, don't play the games. And she was like, I kind of bent a little bit and I watched some videos on YouTube about Ellie. But how do you guys feel about that? What it means to the Last of Us show that she was instructed not to watch the, or not to play the game. Does that mean they want to do their own thing with it? Or what do you think that means for it? I think that's a bad idea. I don't think that's a good thing. I, I think that's how video game adaptations end up being bad. And and I can totally understand wanting to do your own thing. I get that. But also for the Halo series, apparently nobody did any homework on Halo at all. <laughs> and we see how that turned out. That right. did Page not go one, very he removes well. his helmet. Like, um, what? I'm sorry? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a big deal? A <laughs> <Yeah>, little bit. <laughs> so I don't know. I think I think that's a bad idea. I think she should she should be allowed to at least look at the source material of what she's acting for. I think it's coming from a place of they don't want her to model her performance too closely to the game. If I had to think about, if I had to look at this the way it is, because it would be weird if it was like her doing an impression of Ellie during this. So I think it's going to, the performance will be way more natural if she goes in without real context or without this stuff. Cause I think based on the writing and stuff, it's going to the, the, character will still come across but again i'm also not expecting this is a movie adaptation i'm not expecting a copy and paste from the video game i'm expecting liberties i'm expecting adaptation i'm expecting changes to this so 
I I mean, when I'm thinking of like what makes what's important about Ellie, she needs to be, you know, headstrong. She needs to be uh, kind of naive and she needs to be like very like literally strong at the end, like strong willed. And so that and her chemistry with uh, with Joel, I think, is is going to be important. So that's all I really need. She's not going to be playing the guitar or anything in this movie. I don't imagine or whatever. She's not going to be saying take on me in this. <laughs> I so, mean, I get it, but I don't get it. I, I feel like it's kind of mean to Bella because I feel like they're not trusting her to see this character and then make her own take on it. They're scared that she's going to be like a one for one, try to, like you said, do like a impersonation of her. Fair. But I think it's important to see the source material and be like, okay, I like this. You get those things you just said. You can get all those, you know, hit, hit all those, check those, all those boxes and be like, she's be headstrong. She's to be this attitude. And do her, her own adaptation of that and go off her own creative freedom of that. Um, I think it's kind of mean to her to be like, oh, yeah, I don't trust you enough to be able to make your own judgment on what to do and how to take this. I don't know. That's also, my, my I mean, I don't know. We don't know exactly what the, what that meant. Maybe the director no, right. the directors was just like, hey, uh, if she was like, hey, is there any source material stuff? Like, obviously, there's the game. Is there stuff in there? Like, they probably just advised, you know, I would stay away from the game. If I sure. like that, that could also be, it could be that, you know, it could also be like the whole, like, whatever you do, do not, we don't know. But I mean, who knows? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, worst case scenario is it's like, oh yeah, that nothing to do with this. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be <laughs> That's wildly worst case confused. Like the whole bit about you being the savior, <laughs> blah, 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 out the window. No. None of that. What? No. You're gay? Like no. You love Joel. We're going, <laughs> we're going Leon the professional with this oh, movie. please. <laughs> if they do that, I would be so furious. I can't, they're, they don't have the. The goal. Uh, thank God they don't have the balls with like the the <laughs> audacity, I should say, to do that. Uh, what's this bit about Spawn? I'm completely blind on this. Spawn's kind of an ongoing joke for us, where it keeps coming back up, and we're like, "Is this movie ever going to happen?" No. Well, recently, <laughs> well, recently, it's back in the news again because it gained three new writers. Oh, that's always great. <laughs> Let's get more <laughs> chefs in the kitchen. That'll fix this script right up. <laughs> um, kind of heavy hitters too. So it's Scott Silver who wrote The Joker, um, Ooh, okay. Malcolm Spellman who wrote The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and yeah, this guy yeah. named Matt Mixon, which I'm not really sure what he wrote. So I'll say I'm happy that they got new writers because Todd McFarlane is not the best writer. Yes. And if you not recall, if you don't recall the bit that Michael J. White was talking about, where he was approached by Todd McFarlane himself about the Spawn movie. And Todd McFarlane's idea is like, Spawn is just a mist the whole movie and you never see him. And he, Michael Jai was like, huh? That's <laughs> dumb, man. So I'm glad we're uh, getting, uh, bringing him some, some ringers to help punch up this script because uh, yeah. I don't trust Todd McFarlane enough to I mean, supposedly it, Jamie Foxx is still on board to play it, so. Uh, Wild. I don't know if I quite believe it. I think he <laughs> might... Todd McFarlane might have ran into Jamie Foxx at like a bar at an airport, <laughs> pitched the idea, and he was just again the same thing of like missed fought, yeah, sure, talk to my people and uh and stuff, and then all of a sudden he's on articles. Yeah, it's like yeah, Jamie Foxx said he'll do it. I'm like, dude, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm excited for I'm excited for whatever comes out of this. Let it be good, let it be bad. I'm just sick of living in this weird limbo. Exactly. S same with the freaking Metal Gear movie. Just God, put it out. I'm just tired of this buildup. All right. <laughs> we need to see it. We got Moon Knight to be Snake. I'm like, okay, well, let's see it. I'm tired <laughs> of all this crap. Speaking of uh of of that though, with like things that are dead, I was blown away. So and also speaking of comic books, so very rarely do they green light a series and 
do they ever just change your mind? Say, screw it. Not going to, not going to come out. Netflix chose to do that with their, it's called Grendel, which is from, it's a dark horse comic, which is, uh, I've read a few issues. I'm not a huge fan. I've only read a few issues, but Netflix scrapped the show. And by show, I mean, they scrapped the shot season. They shot Insane. an entire season of Grendel. And then Netflix was like, nah, never mind. Take you back, take backsies. So they kind of pulled a back girl. Yeah. Like it yeah, was, exactly. it was more than halfway done. And they're like, eh, attack nah. stuff. I'm like, really? Nah. I think it's a reflection of the products. If I had to the guess quality, for sure. Uh, Netflix eight episode series, Grendel, uh, which I mean, to me, it just sucks. Cause it's like, God dang it. I want these more obscure comic guys to get their adaptations. But uh, it does suck because people are saying that, uh, or the, the, the crew are, are saying that they are basically dead in the water. And they're saying that Netflix is giving them the option to shop it around, but they're saying that it's harder now because it's a finished product. And so it's not like they shot a pilot and then they didn't get picked up. And so they got to shop it to other networks. It's done. <laughs> the show is edited, shot, oh, man. edited, completed. And so people basically have to, they have to shop it around like, Hey, I don't know. Hulu, you want this? <laughs> and they're like, no, like, really. well, can, you, can you change this? And they're like, no. And they're like, well, the, no, it's done. Then no, we I will don't send this. you all the MP4 files right now. <laughs> Netflix passed. Netflix paid for it and then passed. So, yeah, that's uh, that's really sad and disheartening for for them. I would love to for the behind the scenes on that. Like, what happened? Right? What possibly could have happened? Did they pull like all their funding and be like, you know, we got to divert it somewhere else, or did a huge falling out within the crew, or what? What possibly could have happened for that? If I had to guess, I'm just, it's, I imagine it's a just bad, bad show. quality. I'm just bad. Imagine you say, because Netflix has put out some stinkers and if sure. and for them to just be like this, because again, it's not like, oh, this costs too much money. The money's spent. It's done. Like we're, right. we don't want this in. We don't want our names attached to this. <laughs> uh, Yikes. Time to get to some, uh, that's a lot of sad news. So it's time to get into some fun Darren news. Did you guys hear about the League of Legends championship being delayed because a player was wearing Crocs? Excuse me? Why? Why Crocs? Well, <laughs> why Crocs, but also why delay well, it? Yeah, that doesn't seem like a delayable offense. <laughs> it was briefly delayed because EG, this is Chinese to me, dude. I don't freaking know. Uh, I don't know League of Legends. EG mid laner, and this actually, this guy actually might be Chinese. Hold on. Jojo Poyan. Uh, <laughs> why? Why? Bad God dang Bad choice of me. words for right? that. Bad choice. This is Chinese to me. He's saying yeah. Chinese to me. <laughs> he was wearing Crocs, which is a violation of the dress code in the official rule book. Oh, and my favorite part of this whole article, because this was for, I found on IGN on Instagram, is the top comment is, hmm, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> what a bunch of freaking nerds. No Crocs right? at our official competition. Uh, you'll be disqualified. Right. Uh, other Darren news. Actually, uh, Heath, why don't you go ahead? You got one too. Sure. Are you guys aware of Texas Pete? The hot Isn't sauce. Isn't that a hot sauce? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Texas Pete. I'm sure you've seen it on the, uh, like, you know, the shelves at a grocery store. It tastes good. Like yeah, that I like Texas Pete. Cowboy lat with a lasso, a lone star on it. Well, they're currently being sued. Let's go. I love this crap. Because a man realized it's, this was made in North Carolina. Why is it called Texas Pete 
with all these Texas Let's you know, go. iconography. I love this stupid crap. It's the <laughs> Red Bull did not give me wings. Sue, I love this crap. <laughs> this guy was like, this is false advertising. This is not my Texas. I this love is North it. Carolina. I love everything about this stupid bull crap. Can't wait for the rebrand to North Carolina, Pete. <laughs> right? They're like, we had to fire the CEO and had to find a guy born in Texas because you stupid people care. <laughs> I just hope it's some guy named Pete. He's like, I was born in Texas, man. Uh, Texas. That's him. That's him right there. You're hired. Here's the business. And they hand him a big comical, like golden key. And they're like, here you go. It's your company now. Dude, that, what a wild court case. I want to see it. Exactly. And w- I wouldn't be shocked if the dude freaking won, too. What a weird, <laughs> stupid dude, if you we live in. Oh, actually, that's a good idea. That's a, a good valid point. I also wrote, uh, wrote I also read another story this week that a, a tattoo artist sued 2K. Did you hear about that? 2K? Yes. No, Because a wrestler was obviously put into the game with the tattoo, with his tattoos on, on his arm. And Are the tattoo said- CM Punk or something? Someone did. Some wrestler or something had his tattoos exposed in the game, and the tattooist sued to K was like, "Yo, I didn't give you permission to use my art in this game." Ooh, and won. Oh my god! I'm trying to nice. find this two K. I mean, how do I even look this up? Two K. Two K. Tattoo. Tattoo. Lawsuit. Lawsuit. Yeah. yeah, popped up. Who is it? Is it? Oh, it's Rey Mysterio. Well, hold on. At least in the in the picture, it's Rey Mysterio. It might not be him. Hold That's on. probably just the cover. Oh, is it Randy Orton? Tattoo. Uh, yep. Yeah, uh, the tattoos in question are original tribal style designs. Alexander applied to WWE superstar Randy Orton. Okay, well, sure. That's what a weird, oh, but weird that's a wild precedent, win, though. Right, it's a wild precedent. Like that means every single game ever has dues to pay to the tattooist artist, the tattoo artist, if their players have exposed arms. That's wild. Like that's such that a win? small detail that like gets overlooked. Like I wouldn't even think about that. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's weird. I don't know. That's uh, just. Bizarre to me that they won. My last bit of Darren news here is uh, it goes right along with with this episode's theme of uh, people are dumb, man. Can people people chill? M&M's introduces its first character in over a decade and people are already upset. That's the news article. M&M's are introducing a new permanent character as they expand to the, quote, iconic crew beyond its original favorites. It's a uh, it's a purple M&M person thing. It's a chick. And I think she looks like a peanut M&M. And uh, some of my favorite parts here, they have some pull quotes from, from like Twitter and stuff. Uh, one Twitter user says, quote, seriously, why can't M&Ms just be candy as it was intended? Does everything and everyone need to make a statement? Good Lord, spare me. And then a second, <laughs> uh, a second added, quote, what statement is this making? <laughs> it's a purple M&M. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's just a purple M&M. I mean, it makes no difference to me. I can't eat them anyway, but is she I like, mean, go off, I guess. Is she like flamboyantly I don't gay know. or something? Uh, M&M's parent company, Mars, have wrote about purple's, <laughs> purple's personality <laughs> on its website. It read, quote, Designed to represent acceptance and inclusivity, our newest member is known for her earnest self-expression, keen self-awareness, authenticity, and confidence are the driving forces behind Purple's charm and quirky nature. Uh, Jane Huang, Global Vice President of Mars, 
Wrigley, which I didn't. Oh, that's one of those scary things where Mars Wrigley is the actual company. So they own every candy in America. Right. Everything. Uh, there's so much about our new spokes candy. <laughs> I love this article. I'm learning so much. There's spokes, <laughs> spokes candy, candy that people can relate to and appreciate, including her willingness to embrace her true self. I wonder if they're just like, she's gay. Without saying it. Yes, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We don't know. <laughs> my favorite thing is people are like going like, oh, this, this, and that. Why can't it just be candy? And then there's a pull quote, dude, it's candy. <laughs> Who cares? Are they, here's the question. Are they adding purple M&Ms to the I'm mix down up? for that, but also I don't care. Good I, point. I, do you know how I am so close to death every time I eat a bag of M&Ms? <laughs> I tear that rip wrapper off and I pour it down my throat. I don't see the colors, man. You want a true example of like not seeing race? I don't think I've ever seen. I can't recall the last time I saw the color of an M&M. I just throw it instantly into shotgun it into my mouth. I mean, M&M colors don't matter, though, because they don't change the flavor. It's exactly. still chocolate it's inside. Skittles. It's, not, it's not. Yeah, exactly. It's not like Skittles where the red Skittle tastes yeah. different than the orange one. They're just colors. They're, Synonymous it's a color with shell race, right? On, <laughs> Speak your truth. I love it. <laughs> this is the people We're are just stupid humans, and racist regardless of our colors of this podcast. We still have just chocolatey insides. Yeah, as long as you're chocolate on the inside, you're all right. Just don't be white. Just be that caramel brown. You know what I'm saying? Nick knows what I'm saying. No, all right. So, <laughs> all right, let's wrap this bull crap up. Do we? Right. Is there anything else? How do we do this? Really how do we always in? fall into a theme of like a theme of us like having unnecessary hate for this I episode? Don't know. It's it's because we're good podcasters. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. That was purposeful for sure. <clears throat> exactly. Tactful. It was our production meeting before the uh, episode that they're <laughs> yep. really paying off here. Uh, I mean, that's basically it. There was another bit I had about Red Dead Online is uh, because Stadia and, uh, yep. Yeah, actually, actually, did you hear? They're actually refunding a bunch of people, too. Oh, really? RIP Google okay. Stadia. No one yeah. cares, though. I keep saying Stadia. I think I heard like a, a European person talking about it. And ever since then, I've been stuck with it. But I don't know actually, if it's true or not. But I will supposedly, Kojima, supposedly, Kojima like, pitched for Stadia. Uh, a sequel to Death Stranding 2, like only for Stadia. And they're like, nah, we don't want that. That's your boy? And then it died. That's your boy over there <laughs> trying to get Stadia. Dude, you would have single handedly saved Stadia if they accepted that. This, I will read this article because I forgot how funny this is. This is the name of the article Red Dead Online Stadia player with 6,000 hours begs Rockstar for character transfer. <laughs> <laughs> this dude, I don't, dude, this is a well written, good, good job, James Troughton, who wrote this article. This Red Dead Online fan spent 70% of a year playing, and that's all set to be lost when Stadia closes. Wow, uh, 6,000 hours, man. Quick maths. What's 6,000 hours divided by 24? Like Nick has said several you, times this episode, touch some grass, man. 250 days, ever, man. Why would you ever pour that many hours into a brand new platform like Google Stadia? It would be different if it was on Xbox or PlayStation because those have been around and they will continue to be around for the foreseeable future. Google Stadia does not have that. So therefore, I would never put that much time into a video game. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, my God. Well, you haven't played Persona 5 yet, man. Just wait. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to wrap this episode up. So let's get to the uh, nerdy news. And I'm, oof, nerdy news of shenanigans. If that's a foul for me, but Darren's not here. Uh, we got to get into recommendations <laughs> and homework. Heath, you mentioned you had homework uh, earlier in the episode. I do have homework for you, AJ. Go for it. 
the new anime I just mentioned at the top of the episode, Chainsaw Man. I'll watch it. Just watch the first episode. I will Text try me to that get password, you man, and I will, our Crunchyroll. Yeah. And just Let's watch the first episode for next episode. Yep. Dope. Uh, Nick, do you have any recommendations for or anything for the viewer? Listener? Uh, I don't know. If you haven't watched Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, watch it. It's the only anime I've ever given a 10 out of 10. God damn. It's nice. the only anime I ever consider perfect. That's and insane. Good on you, man. I'm okay with that. It's high praise. Uh, no homework, but definitely recommendation is uh, go support your local con. You know, if you have a uh, some kind of comic con nerdy event, go support them, man. They're they're trying, and we're all trying to recover from from COVID and stuff in terms of just events like that not existing for two years. Let's be real, really sucks. So you know, we're trying to bring them back, and so let's do that. Let's support them. Let's bring it back, and also be safe, and you know. Uh, hype responsibly, you know, don't be crazy douchebag, you know, everyone be yeah. actually Amber found the right way to mention this. So we were talking about, if you didn't hear, like, did you guys hear about like, the, the try guy drama? They did. Yes. Yeah. One, of the guy, one of the guys from try guys, his whole character is like, I love my wife. And then he cheated on his wife. Cause it's like, yeah, that's what happens when Oof. you're a weirdo. Uh, I was just like, man, just don't, don't be like general rule of thumb as content creators. I'm like, just be, be chill, be cool. And my wife was like, just don't be gross. I'm like, that's good. That's a good rule of thumb, everyone. Just, hey, don't be gross, everybody. Guess I can't <laughs> like feet no more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, as you try to compose yourself, thank you so much for joining us, man. Uh, please, now's your time. Plug away. Where can people find you? The Nerdiest. Uh, Well, Nerdiest Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at The Nerdiest Podcast. On Twitter, at Nerdiest Pod. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcast, YouTube, all the places. The Nerdiest Podcasts putting out... New episodes bi-weekly, I think. By the time this episode comes out, the following Monday, so the 19th, uh, we're putting out an episode we watched and reviewed Morbius. That's which go. was a time. I think that is the hardest we've ever laughed on an episode. <laughs> I am ecstatic for that. I cannot wait it to was, listen to that. It was, it's one of my favorites. I'll say that. Awesome. Well, definitely looking forward to that. Do good things to the Nerdiest Podcast and Genre Geeks on all the reviews, ratings, and stuff on the, the the Spotify and the Apple reviews. Do all that stuff. Do good things to us on all the social medias at Genre Geeks everywhere except Twitter, where it is Genre Geeks cast. Look forward to our coverage, and we have a lot of video content coming as well from uh, our time at Dallas Fan Festival. So definitely look forward to that. We do have a YouTube channel, which you can find on our link tree. We have not posted to it in a very long time, but that should be start getting active here in the future. And so look forward to Halloween ends next week. Look forward to when we cover She-Hulk and uh, look, look forward to when we cover Andor, you know, with, uh, with the nerdiest. So good <laughs> until next time, everybody. Bye.